What's up, everybody? You are now live on Ask Live Lean TV. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Ask Live Lean TV. <laughs> you were a little late on that one. I was, I was just always testing like you. passing it over. I look at you and you just missed it. That was close. We are on episode number 18, guys, and we're feeling good. A little bit tired, a little bit of bags under my eyes. How are you feeling? Do I have bags under my eyes? No, you got some makeup on your teeth, though. <laughs> you get that off there for you. Awkward, awkward. You feeling good, though? Yeah, no, I am feeling good. It is definitely not easy to sleep through the night with a newborn. Like, it just doesn't happen. But I can't complain because I feel pretty good. Yeah, and over on Facebook, well over on Facebook and over on Instagram today, I posted a photo and I said, I think it was the six things I've learned as a new dad. So if you haven't that checked was out, really cute. Yeah, if you haven't checked out that post, go over there, Facebook or on Instagram. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's make them wait for it. Get oh, just the silence. Instagram. <laughs> And Facebook. <laughs> All right, let's get into the show, guys. You guys have sent in your questions. Uh, we're gonna answer ten today. Uh, One other thing I have to tell you guys is thank you so much for all the congratulations and like the pouring of love for us and our new daughter. Like it's just been so special, so special. I'm and tearing up. Yeah, right now. we've received gifts from people who we yeah. don't even know, but they just follow us here on our channel and, and social media. It's just so heartwarming to know that the world is full of that many amazing people. And it's funny because it's like the gifts aren't coming from like in the US. Yeah, they're from they're like from all over They're the like world. over in Europe and stuff. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. Americans you're <laughs> dropping stuff. You're dropping the ball. The Europeans <laughs> are like owning this stuff. Just shows the generosity of Europeans. That's it's why beautiful. we love you. It's so beautiful. We love you Americans too. And of course, my Canadian homies. I haven't got anything from the Canadian homies. Yeah. No, we know we have. We've got things from uh, uh, our friends Karen oh, yeah. and Dan. Shout out to what you guys. Up, Canadians? Thank you for your little team lively onesie. Yeah. So let's, about us. let's talk about you. It's all about you. All right. What's our first question? Okay. Bro? First question comes from Twitter. Comes from Rebecca. Says, what are your top three marinades for chicken? Ooh, for top three. For poulet. Well, we don't really marinate our chicken all that often. We have a few. Yeah. We do have a few recipes on Team Levine uh, where we marinate them, and like we're using oh, that chicken tenders, or is it the skewers? Yeah, there's like a Chinese chicken mm -hmm. skewers one Those there. Are pretty good. Um, so we use like vinegars, uh, like balsamic vinegar, some olive oils. Mm -hmm. But what we really Mostly use spices. most of the time is yeah. spices and herbs. So if I had to give three top spices for chicken, would be garlic, yeah, spice, uh, onion powder. And I'm gonna say thyme. Yeah, I was gonna say lemon juice. We use that sometimes. Yeah. I like that. I like citrus on chicken. I think like yeah. lime or lemon is really, really good. Um, but yeah, also like balsamic vinegar is great. Um, mango is good too as, oh, a, as a marinade. Yeah. yeah, a lot of good options there. But yeah, check out our recipes inside Team Live Lean. Also in your um, Eat Clean, Live Lean cookbook. Yeah. Has some good chicken recipes. Yeah. And yeah, so that's the thing with some ideas for you. That's the thing with recipe books is like they have those little nuggets in there, like those marinades that can take and spices, like the spice combinations that you may not think of that can take yeah. like a 
like a dry chicken breast that you're just so tired of eating day after day and you just like have a quick marinade or a quick secret spice on it and it just blows it. Like I love tahini sauce. Like you have that yeah. one tahini chicken recipe. Tahini That's chicken really is good. really good too. Yeah. But yeah, because it does really get boring to eat like bland chicken all the time. Yeah. So changing up the flavor of your chicken is like... Awesome. So if you're inside Team Liveline, if you're a member, go check out those ones. If you're not, get your booty in there because there's so many people in there like using these recipes, living the lean lifestyle, and absolutely loving eating real healthy foods. Yes. There's no reason you wouldn't want to be a member. It like blows our mind that anyone doesn't want to join because of how much like value you get. You get like free workout programs every single month and enough about that. What's the next question? <laughs> Going on a little sale there. I know. Well, I love I'm just it. Like, yeah, I'm trying not to be all like salesy, but I just think it's crazy I know, that it's, some people yeah, aren't members. It's but true. Be a member. It's true. It's a no-brainer. That just shows the passion, people. Shows the passion yeah. and the the amount of time, like just the passion to help, like mm -hmm. like to give you the kick in the ass that you need to like get and moving. And we've spent so many like yeah. years now building this team to be like such an amazing resource, and it's just a dream come true for us. So. All right. Next question. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Okay, so Amanda Sheehan, Sheehan? Yes, I don't do Twitter, so maybe this won't get answered. <laughs> so I think this is YouTube. Yeah, that's okay. We still found I it. I love how she's just like, I just don't do Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> um, but I thought I would try my luck anyways. Well, good job. Your luck paid off. Um, I have naturally lost weight, 141 to be pounds to be exact, and I'm coming into my maintenance phase. Any tips on going from a caloric deficit to one for maintaining? Is it like driving a car between the lines? Little adjustments to keep going straight? <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Any advice would be super helpful. I'm a huge fan. Nice. You guys rock. I like your analogy. Yeah, that is cute, like driving a car. That's the answer. It's hopefully in order for you uh, in losing that weight, you didn't go all out crazy, like thousand calorie Extreme deficit, deficit yeah. per day. So I'm hoping that you were smart about it. And it seems like you she probably were. Way to go, eh, yeah, on, that's on a lot losing 141 pounds. That is amazing. That's but you phenomenal. but you did hit it right. Like so now what we want to do, now that you're in your maintenance phase, let's make sure like you're just basically, you know, so you're still eating healthy foods, but you're just eating a little bit more healthy foods. And now that your weight is down, hopefully you are exercising more and the intensity of your exercises are going up as well, which your body's now gonna need more calories to produce produce and build muscle and recover. Um, yeah, so just like you said, just, you know, keep, just keep like being smart keep about what you're lines. doing. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I feel like the other option here is to just all of a sudden accelerate your calories up to a higher level. That obviously doesn't make sense because you know what the outcome is gonna be there, right? You had to be in a deficit to lose that weight. Yeah. So if you put yourself in a really high surplus, you're obviously gonna gain the weight back. So, uh, you know, your maintenance level is gonna be just slightly higher than your, um, you know, your weight loss deficit because you don't need a deficit anymore. Once you want to maintain, you've figured out how much calories your body needs to stay that weight. And so you just, instead of like continuously cutting down, you just kind of stay at that level. Yeah. And like you said, your training is something that may actually raise your caloric rate yeah. a little bit. And as you put more muscle on your body, instead of fat, you have a higher metabolism, you can handle more food, Boom. but it doesn't mean you want to, you know, just blow out your calories and go super high because obviously you know what the outcome is going to be yeah. with that, you know? And once you are in your maintenance phase, like I would give it 
you know, a few weeks, maybe a few months in still counting those calories to make sure that you are right. staying where they need to be. And then once you do get a good, good feel for that, then you can kind of like ease back on counting your calories and just live the lifestyle like we do because we can take a look at a plate and be very close to what the amount of calories, the macros are of mm -hmm. the plate. Um, it's not, when you're, when you're living lean, counting calories is not a requirement, but to get to that point, to get to maintenance, counting calories is recommended from us. Yeah, and your stomach size, you know, the actual size of your stomach organ is going to, you know, recalibrate to where it needs to be. Sometimes it can be large when you when you're used to being overweight for a while you know it also depends on how long you spent being overweight that's a kind of an indicator of how long it's gonna take you to readjust to your desired weight and I want everybody right now watching or listening give Amanda Seriously, a round girl. of applause. So let's just stop for a moment. 141 like, pounds. Like we just kind of we just kind of skipped over that. Like we I just know. didn't I give mean, it enough is credit. That is huge. So proud. So yeah. proud. I would love to know if you you know you're watching this episode. If you can comment down below so everyone can know how long did it take you to lose that weight because that is just yeah it doesn't happen overnight. And other people watching this may need to hear how long it took you. Yeah. And you know, you said you did it naturally, but what were the steps you took and yeah. how did you do it? I think it'd be really inspirational for people to hear that. So let's move on to Dex Too Real. He wants to know, what do y'all think about the Pokemon Go app? <laughs> <laughs> I am a Pokemon Go virgin. Yeah. I don't have the app. I've never looked at the app. You actually spent showed, yeah. you spent like a couple hours with the app with your no, friend. No, not hours. It was minutes. It was a few minutes. And it kept crashing. Oh, did it? Yeah. So we only like found, I think, one or two Pokemons. And then the app was like crashing. And we were like, oh, whatevs. It was annoying. But <laughs> honestly, I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable like using it, especially now like that I have a kid and a dog. I'm not going to like walk around town staring at my phone. I just don't. I feel like it's a little dangerous. I like the idea that it's getting people to move who wouldn't necessarily move. Yeah. Um, but the other day I was driving down Main Street in Venice and this girl was like just literally like this with her phone crossing like not even crossing the street but like about to cross then back again like not having any clue about what she was doing because she was so engaged I assume in this Pokemon Go thing. Yeah. So if it's getting you to get up and walk around and move around like you would like you would normally do and you're doing it safely, safely. thumbs up to Pokemon Go. Yeah, but to be doing it in the line of traffic and in like a busy city, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. I just, I've heard that there have been like something like 11 deaths so far. <laughs> no like, way. seriously, somebody told me that. I don't know if it's true. I'm, but I you guys should comment down below if you I didn't know mean to laugh, but I'm just kind of like I know, shocked. That, was, that was mean. Just shocked. Yeah. That. I know, it's sad. I mean, but then the flip side is, is like you said, people are exercising yeah. who weren't exercising before. And I guess just, they're engaging with each other too. Like they're supposed to go up and talk social, to people. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I bet you there's a few like love connections been made by that. Be like, hey, do you Pokemon? <laughs> I do poke, but not Emon. <laughs> All right, next one. Okay, let's move it on. Okay, hello, Jessica and Brad. First off, uh, okay, this is on Instagram from Lee. Liu seven. Liu. Hello, Brad and Jess. First off, I want to watch. I watch your YouTube videos every day. I just discovered you both, and I'm catching up on all the great info. Awesome. I'm highly considering to hire a coach, or more so, a professional in my professional. case, to help me get to my most living lean living. I've been on a carb cycling macro diet for a month now. I've seen great results thus far. Yay! 
<laughs> Lately, I feel as if my metabolism may be slowing down. I need professional guidance. I need you guys. What's the next step? <laughs> What's the next step? Capital letters means you're yelling. <laughs> First step is calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no need for those caps. No, but that's a great question. I'm so glad that you are catching up on all of our past videos because that is just a really good source uh, for like learning all the information that we teach. And we've done how many videos? 700? I think we're approaching 800. 800 videos. Yeah. So it's going to take you a really that's, long time to watch That's them just on this channel. Yeah, that's just here. On, on, our, channel. on our other channel. Not including all their other channels yeah. and social media. But anyway, um, so that's a great first step for you. And then, yeah, hiring a coach is a really good second step if you feel like you've gotten stuck um, when you've already kind of attempted one of our programs or something yeah. on your own because we don't recommend coaching as like the first step for anyone because coaching really is like hand-holding it's like when you have tried everything yeah. and you're just on the verge of giving up that's when you need to hire a coach it's, it's like it's, it's at that point where you're dialing it in like you just mm -hmm. you, you've tried things you're getting frustrated you just need guidance hand-holding yeah. like you said but I don't think it's good for anyone to, like to not even attempt it on yeah. their own first because really fitness is a personal responsibility no one can get you fit you have to get yourself fit sometimes you need the guidance of someone else telling you like what steps to do or you know just being or holding you accountable to what you said you wanted to do it does help but I do think that it's important that everyone at least do a program like complete a program on their own before applying to coaching so if you do want to apply for our coaching program you'll see that that's in the text on the application is we highly recommend you do a program first before doing coaching but she does mention her questions kind of surround nutrition it sounds like what so it's saying? about carb that, cycling oh, macros? yeah so it does sound like you know it, maybe her training is on point and she just needs help with her diet and so if you do need specific help with your diet coaching is probably mm -hmm. a yeah. nice good step yeah and if you don't know how to figure out your macros which you know you should watch this video about how to calculate your macros that brad did that's a really helpful video on how to do the math on yourself yeah um but if you don't like doing math and you're just like frustrated and confused by everything and you just want someone to say here's what you should eat and how much then you know coaching yeah. is a good option for you so so live lean uh, LiveLeanTV.com forward slash coaching. Go check that out. But if it's you haven't done a program like a fitness program and that's what you're looking for, check out our other fitness programs at LiveLeanTV.com forward slash store. And the other thing is that every single program we write comes with information on how to eat. So there's a nutrition meal plan guide in every single one of our fitness programs because yep. it is such an essential part of getting results. So if you do any of our programs, follow the nutrition guide that's included. And then if you still feel frustrated, then go for coaching. Yep. And then one more note about coaching, this oh. time sensitive, I know, but I just need to let them know I'm on maternity leave right now. So if you apply for coaching today after watching this video, just know that it's going to be a few weeks before I'm accepting any clients. But this is August 10th. Mm -hmm. 2016. So if you're watching this weeks or months later, then it doesn't apply. We're probably good. Yeah. All right, let's get moving. We got to keep going here. Next question on Twitter from Liliana Merchant says, "I know you guys love to consume eggs. Me too. But a lot of studies suggest that eggs are not good. What's your opinion?" <laughs> Damn this well, question. <laughs> the studies that you're reading or you're hearing about are like old ass, <laughs> old, weak, poorly constructed. Piss poor control groups. How, what other adjectives can I use? You can tell I'm a little bit excited about this. All of like, 
All of the recent studies where things are properly done in the study show eggs are super healthy. They don't increase cholesterol. Um, like there's just so many, and I did a blog post on this. Um, I will uh, put the link down here or we'll put it up here somewhere that you can read all the details because um, there's just too much crap talked about eggs. And I was thinking that this was over with, but obviously not because I mean, not even over. even Time Magazine had a, the cover of their magazine with eggs are healthy. All the studies were wrong. <laughs> eggs was do not give letters? you a high yeah. <laughs> exclamation caps. point. Um, so yeah, go check that out. And we'll just leave it at that. We'll yeah, and just one more note about that. If we agreed with any of those studies, we obviously wouldn't eat as many eggs yeah, as we I do. Know. So hopefully that's just like a no-brainer answer for you. That's our opinion on eggs is we find them to be very healthy and good for our diet, and that's why we eat a lot of them. Yeah. Okay, so Dex2Real is back. Hey, so is it true when working out legs, it also forces other muscle groups to grow also? Yes. That's like I got buddies who say like I do programs for them or I did programs for them back in the day and they're like man I'm a big dude like my legs, my legs are, are big, too big. I don't so I want that. you to design me a program but I don't want you designing any leg workouts in there <laughs> and, I, and, and he had a big like a gut, a on gut him. Yeah. and I sat him down I was like big listen homie <laughs> I said just because you're doing squats and deadlifts it doesn't mean that we're just targeting your legs with these workouts it's an over Overall body experience not only is it targeting multiple muscle groups in your body like with a squat but it's also creating that hormonal reaction in your body to get those fat burning engines going it's gonna burn more calories than just doing like a bicep curl so you're gonna be burning fat all over your body uh, legs every single person should be training them regardless if you're already big in the lower body or not Absolutely, I agree with that. Especially, like, I've had females come to me and have, like, um, a small upper body and just, like, a heavy lower yeah. body, and then they don't want to do legs because they don't want them to get any bigger. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, you know, if you don't train your girl. legs, you're not going to get any smaller anywhere or any yeah. more even anywhere, you know, because your legs are just, they're your biggest, most powerful muscle group. Yeah. So in order to put muscle all throughout your body, you need to stimulate your largest, yeah. most powerful muscle Yeah, group. I mean, like, like squat days, deadlifts days, like that's what's creating the testosterone boost in your body, the HGA, like the growth hormone yeah. release. So get into the gym, train your legs. Not only does it make you leaner, but it makes you more balanced overall. Yeah. And better hormonal environment. Okay, uh, my yeah, question you know. from Twitter, Marisol Cadrillo says, what's better for aerobic training for endurance events, i.e. marathons, Ironman distance, triathlons, long and slow or hit? So, Wait, so which is better for endurance? So if you're, if I guess if your goal is uh, endurance events, what's better for aerobic training, long and slow oh, or yeah. hit? Well, long and slow, yeah. because if you're trying to be good at endurance, you need to train for endurance. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like if you're training for a marathon, I mean, hit can have its place. Yeah, some of that would be helpful. you should be doing what you're training for. Yes. Mimic the exact yeah. distance and the exact sport that you're trying to be good at. Yeah, and it's not to say if you're training for a marathon that tomorrow you should go out and run a marathon. Like you break, you chunk it down right. big time into small little increments. Like, okay, today we're going to run a mile. Tomorrow we're going to run, yes. or the next week we're going to run 1.5 miles. I am not an expert in endurance training. I've no, never run a marathon, nor will I ever run a marathon. Uh, That's but, on camera. But yeah, but I just know from my previous, um, you know, just training and certifications and everything uh, with that endurance training 
if you're going to train specifically for something, do that style of training. Yes, and it definitely creates a different look on your body, that type of training. Um, but yeah, it's just really not our passion. It's not what we're into. But if it is your thing and it is what you're into, then that's how you should be training. And yeah, maybe you can have some HIIT workouts in there. But if you only did HIIT workouts and then you think that that's training yeah. for a marathon, you're going to be no, like, sorry when you get to yeah. marathon day because I mean, you're not going to be prepared. Yeah, HIIT workouts are fast and like explosive fast and explosive short. and short so it's like run away from the tiger right run away from that saber-toothed tiger he's gonna get you if you don't burst of speed you blow yeah. away and then you're done but you don't need any of that explosive energy when no. you do a marathon you need to pace yourself yeah like that's how you're gonna make it through all 26 miles so that's your answer okay. next question where we have miss troll on twitter says uh what's your opinion on the h-a-e-s slash fat acceptance attitude what does that stand for, H-A-E-S? I don't know, let me Google it. <laughs> Wait, and then there's another part. Is it positive or detrimental? I assume it has society? something to do with body Fat acceptance. acceptance attitude. But I'm gonna, this, so we've been thrown off here because we don't even know this, what that means. This shows we don't look at the questions before we're asked. So you just yeah. go on with the body acceptance thing, and I'm just going to Google what that acronym actually means. Yes, we actually have had some conversations between the two of us about this whole -A -A body acceptance attitude and everything. And you guys know we're trainers, and our whole business is about living lean and changing your body and transforming from like people come to us when they're unhappily fat and they want to get lean. So our whole business is based on transforming people's body and getting them not to be fat anymore. Well, so. no, I don't think, no, I disagree. I look at it deeper than that. My, like, I mean, it is deeper than that. I, from my experience, it's all about becoming more confident in life. Mm -hmm. And that's what's done by getting your health in check. Cause that was my skinny or fat. No, really. it's not. It's no. at the deepest chorus level. When I transformed my body, it wasn't about getting a six pack. I thought it was at the time. I thought that's that what I wanted at the time. Yeah. But now that I've done it and I'm living it and what I see has changed in myself, it's all about self-confidence. About if I can change my body like that, I can accomplish anything in life. I can it's meet the girl of my dreams, like yeah. attract the girl of my dreams. I can get the job of my life. I can create the career that I want. I can do anything if you can do that to your body. That's what living lean is about. It's not what like just about losing weight. So I think that may answer your question. And the acronym is actually H-A-E-S stands for health at oh, every size. He yeah, healthy at every size. So I, I, yeah, that's different. I agree with that yeah. because we were talking about this. Like I'm yeah. coming up with a new video concept of, I don't want to spill it, but oh, yeah, what yeah, we were yeah, talking about. We and it's yeah. like, just because you were 6% body fat, 8% body fat, 10% body fat, doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy. And it doesn't make you better or worse than the person next to you who's a different yeah. percentage. Like there could be a guy who's 12% body fat that's healthier than the guy at 6% body fat. Absolutely. It's health isn't just about being like as muscular and thin and abs popping everywhere because as you guys know like the fitness competitors that do that they are probably at some of their least healthy times <laughs> totally when they're that low body yeah. fat so that is Absolutely. not what living lean is about so i would I say i admit i've been at a leaner body body fat percentage than i am now and i was a miserable yeah, bitch exactly and you know having a little bit more body fat made me healthier it made me more fertile it made me feel like more feminine and more sexy and yeah. more curvy so you know it's not it's not the answer is not always like lower body fat is better that's mm -hmm. not the case um but to just like kind of 
accept yourself like the way that you are. If you're truly unhappy with the way that you look in the mirror and you like wake up every morning and you look at yourself and you're like, ew, I don't like this. <laughs> ew. Ew. But then, yeah, but then you turn around that afternoon and go, oh, I'm just going to accept myself. You know, I just feel like a lot of people are being fake about it True. when they're accepting what they have, but they actually don't like it or actually prefer to be leaner, stronger, yes. more fit. And that's a great point that you brought up because I talk about that in my Think and Live Lean book where it's the balance of accepting where you are and just using it as an excuse to yeah, not go even further. Yeah. Like for example, if you lose 25 pounds, I want you to be excited about losing that 25 pounds, but if you still have another 25 that you need to lose to get healthy, don't just rest on that 25 pounds and be like, I lost 25 pounds. Like I did something and I'm good. Yeah. It's like, no, like let's get you even further to get you into that health zone. So mm -hmm. I, we're kind of getting off a little bit, but it's like climbing halfway up Mount Everest and then just justifying the fact that, Oh, climbing up halfway is really good, you know, and just not going all the way just because you're too yeah. tired but or just make sure you don't feel like it, you know, but just make sure if you do get to the top of Mount Everest that you do get back down again, because <laughs> <laughs> that is more than half the battle is getting back down. All right. That's a funny analogy. Next question. You guys, I hopefully that, you know, clarifies how we feel about the whole acceptance thing. I mean, yeah, it is, like you said, it's deeper than just lean or whatever, but we already went over that. Okay, so Rosalind Kirk, I'm a f 140 pound, five foot four female. How much water would you suggest I drink to aid in weight loss? All right, we've done many, many uh, videos on water consumption. You can check those out. We'll link those down below. Mm -hmm. uh, but the quick calculation for you to do is take half your body weight. So you said you're 140 pounds. So half your body weight in pounds. And that's how many ounces you should drink a day. So like 70. So it would be 70 ounces a day. Mm -hmm. 70 ounces a day would be how many liters is that? A couple liters. Yeah. That's where you're getting I, me. Yeah, I know. The whole conversion. Yeah, up. We need our calculator. Yeah. But I usually recommend for most like females about your size, you're about the similar size to me. So I try to drink two liters of water a yeah. day, um, maybe three. Yeah, and, and I drink yeah. three to four liters a day. Yeah, for guys who are bigger, a little and bit And it depends on what climate you're in. If you're in a hot climate, you need more. If you're sweating more, if you're, you know, mm -hmm. you need more, so. Absolutely. But that's the, that's the general level is half your body weight in ounces. And sometimes I think like, instead of worrying about how many ounces you're getting or how many liters you're getting, like, you know, just try to drink as much as possible because I think everyone is going to like forget to drink water. And if you make yourself obsessed about it, then it feels like a chore. Yeah. But if you just, and one thing, one habit that really helps is wake up in the morning and just chug like a full glass, like get the biggest cup you have in the house, fill it up to the top and then finish that first thing in the morning. Yeah. And that will really like kickstart your water gains throughout the day. That's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Last one. Okay. Carla Gaetan says, during the 4th of July, I indulged. What is the first thing I should do workout and food wise when back home? Well, first thing you should do mindset wise is forget about it. Forget about it. it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. What just happened happened. There's nothing you can do about it. It's Can't all change the past. good. Mm -hmm. So now that we got that cleared, your head is focused, your mind is on the goal at, ta at hand. Um, the first thing you should do, drink a pile of water. So consistent from the last question that we answered, water is going to help flush out a lot of the crap that's in your body. Um, also make sure you get a lot of greens. So I'd have like a huge 
salad, maybe a greens powder. Smoothie, green yeah, smoothie, green yeah. smoothie. However you want to get your greens in, go so, in. Yeah, so focus on those kind of things like in some fruits for hydration. And then uh, with your workouts, get back at it. Mm -hmm. Like now that you've overindulged, your body is just has all of these calories in it, all this stored energy in it. I have some of it. the best workouts after it's that. It's time to yeah. kill it in the gym. That doesn't mean you go into the gym and you do a bicep workout. That means you get into the gym and you do like an afterburn style workout. Um, hopefully you're like on my like live lean afterburn program or just kill a leg workout like squats, yeah, squats deadlifts, lunges. yeah, all like, that type of stuff. So, so put that all that like bad food, that junk food, turn it into energy by you know getting active and using your muscles and flexing and sweating yeah. and all of that stuff. So you know it's not that we're encouraging you guys to have like binges like this, but it's a holiday. Holidays are meant to be yeah. enjoyed and have fun. And like we would probably eat s'mores at a campfire or whatever you were eating. Like we would indulge on a special occasion. Um, I'd eat pizza. I wouldn't eat s'mores. I would eat s'mores. <laughs> I'd be like, let's order up a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, whatever it is, like we don't want you guys thinking that we're at home on 4th of July just sitting here being perfect. Yeah, what did we do on 4th of July? We, we remember we stopped over at our homie's place. Uh, we picked up, I think, some sun chips. <laughs> our homie's place? You mean the market? Over at Dale Jr.'s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our homie, meaning like the actual store. And anyway, I remember, like, I was like, this is 4th, of, that, July. 4th of July. And yeah, I, we just... picked up beer too. I was pregnant. Well, I drank beer. Yeah. So. I wasn't drinking Guys, beer. we're living lean. We're not anyway, doing this yeah. BS where you're trying to be 100% perfect. Yes. The point here is that we're not perfect. You're not perfect. All of us people here who are watching this and doing this show, we're all human beings. So that's it, guys. That's another episode that was 18 on to 19. All right, thank you for your questions. Keep them coming. We really appreciate your um, interaction here. Leave us comments down below. And what's the question of the day? I was asking you because it's, oh, your, it's your turn. It's my turn. Okay. Um, let's... I kind of want to ask, like, what people do when they have a, a, a naughty cheat meal. What, what's their advice for how they get back in, on track? We'll ask them. Good? Is that good? Is that good? <laughs> You're asking me? Ask them. Question of the day. What do you do when you've had a naughty eating day the day before? Let us know in the comments. We'll see you at the next episode. Hey! Live in Lee. Live in Lee. Love you. Bye.